Here's to rattlesnakes and condoms. Two things I don't fuck with. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Ah, true words were never spoken, or <laughs> never have been spoken, anyway. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm in the studio with a shitload of people, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And in the corner over here. Good to be with you guys. It's Chris. And our last one, Jay Bear, aka your boyfriend's boyfriend. So we, I'm gonna have to have a talk with him. <laughs> shit's been, a lot of shit's been going on. And I think it's his fault. It's his fault. Yeah, we're gonna blame monkeypox on him. Oh God! I'm going to talk about that later. Um, but anyway, uh, we're back. We took a break last week for July Fourth. Um, you know, a lot of things going on. We were celebrating the Fourth mm-hmm. and just you know enjoying a day off. You were with your family. You were somewhere up north, um, where you always are. Um, so, um, Facts. But nonetheless, we are here after a long, long, long hiatus. Uh, and Chris is in studio with us. So, Chris, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. So, I, I, I feel weird because I have to, like, twist my neck. I know. I just kind of realized I was, like, kind of shoved in the corner over here. I'm like, Well, you can push over a little. He's trying to push me back in the closet here. Well, that's very hard to do. At least you don't have a lawn chair. Yeah. Well, that's That's true. a good point. That is a good point. I came down True. like half expecting. To, 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 so I like peeked my head around the corner. I'm like, okay, all right, we're good. We're no, good. I got I'll you. stay. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay. stay. I got you. No, the lawn chair is over there. <laughs> Just there in case, is. if you're ever naughty, I'll replace it. I'll replace it. So, <laughs> is that the new hot a, seat? It's a yeah. backup. The backup. It's oh my the god, the hot seat! I know. <laughs> yep. You want to tell him about the hot seat, Mister? The hot seat? Yeah. Yeah. We had that. Um, uh, personally embroidered by, I think it was, was Schmo. it Schmo's wife. Uh, uh, yep, yep. R.I.P. Schmo, miss you, love you forever. Um, yeah, it was a little stool that was the hot seat that uh, was given to us, and I feel like it was mainly meant for you. It's but, upstairs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the chair that you were supposed to sit in when you were going to marry Schmo. Exactly. Like, the proposal like, gift was, totally was a necklace. On me. The proposal okay. gift was a necklace, <laughs> and that was Schmo. your wedding gift. She walked into the studio. And she's like, "I'm marrying who? What?" <laughs> I got a skull for an engagement ring, okay? And a hot seat for a wedding gift. And I was sweating. I was so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, we were like muddling shit in the back of the truck uh, right before we went on air. Muddling peaches. New Jersey peaches. What an odd fruit they are. Right. It's called the Garden State, but tell me, when have you seen a garden a garden driving down New Jersey? Not a fruitful uh, I, I garden. I think it's hard to call it the garbage state with all the dumpsters that are out there. So At least on the pike. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. that That's what they call it, the, the Garden gar- State, yeah. but I've never seen a garden in my life. I haven't even seen gardens in, in, like in people's backyards. It's like, what do you do? You know? <laughs> Uh, and their highways are weird. Like, have you noticed? It's like they have two sets of highways: one for cars and trucks, and then the uh, one for cars, and then the other one for trucks. Well, it's like and they have a parkway alongside the highway. The highway, yeah, it's weird. It's so weird, but it's New Jersey, and have who cares? you've ever been New lost on the highway in Jersey? 
Yeah. Well, there's only two highways you can take. You can the Garden State or you can go 95. Yeah, so. you get off at the wrong exit, you'll be circling an infinity loop for days. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> we went down to... Um, I remember t- as a teenager, we got lost. We paid the same toll like four times. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we kept going around in circles. Leave New off Jersey alone. <laughs> Where did we Leave go? her alone. We, we were right across the river from um, Philly. 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 Um, what was the town name of the town? Camden. Camden, New Jersey. That that's where our the wa- most wildfire radio town in the U.S. No, yeah. it was right outside of Camden. Oh, okay. And then they we, were like, "When you leave, don't don't stop, stop at the red, red lights." Light. Yeah, it's like look <laughs> both ways and gun it. Don't stay there. But either way, so how are you, Chris? I am fantastic. I'm very happy to be here. I miss my boys. I know we miss you too. You got something right here. That's probably some dry skin. I've been having some yep. dry skin. Uh, there you go. It's gone now. Oh, it's gone. Perfect. Cool. Glad uh, glad we got that on air. We'll we'll call it dry skin. Yeah. yeah. We'll call it dry skin, not residue. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, um no, but, but all is good? Yeah, everything's all is great. Well. Yeah, everything's going really well. You know, yeah. staying busy. Well, that's good. And you're about to um, take a trip um, this upcoming Saturday. You're going to be heading up. Where are you going? We are going to True North. True North. Yep. We're heading up there. We're heading up to Canada. But is it really True North? It's my Mm. True North. I'm very excited. We're going to be in Montreal for two nights. And they're going north of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Except that you don't get white walkers up there. You get actual nice people. Well. It's almost like in in the Game of Thrones realm of things. It's like the, it's flipped. The South is just like you know, crazy people, and the North is friendly, friendly Canadian folks. Exactly. So we're gonna go hang with the friendly Canadian folks uh, yeah. for two nights. So I, I heard that they had a huge internet blackout, and a lot of people were going online to complain about the fact they don't have any internet. Well, that's just brilliant. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so but that's good it's exciting you haven't been back there in a very long time the last time you were up there you were in new brunswick right correct right and you had gone up with toby yep toby and i from germany oh, toby. came to the u.s so we immediately left the country um <laughs> a smart move smart yep, move and drove up to new brunswick it was a great time so i haven't been to canada since the world shut down right well so very excited very excited to do so and then we're gonna like um cut the drive home in half and monday night we're gonna stay somewhere in mid-state vermont up maybe in like Stowe in the mountains so so you you said that your um boyfriend is preparing you a bed in the back of the car yes because i have to close the night before so i'm not gonna go until like 2 30 in the morning and then we're leaving at like 7 a.m right so is this gonna be that situation from tangawood <laughs> to connecticut where you like being stabbed with like twenty thousand? no no this you person is a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> there better be a sandwich first of all at least there was a sandwich in that trip but no i will actually be giving a bed you know that i now that to think about it he does have a hammock back there for the dogs and i wonder if that's just what my bed's gonna be uh you never know one of the pups i mean it would certainly be appropriate you're just as hairy i was thinking the (laughs) same thing that's all right (laughs) proud pup here proud pup here proud pup (laughs) well that's good i'm excited for you because i know i know how much you love canada you Mm -hmm. know And the other thing was, I was looking at all these places around here from Philadelphia to Salem to New York City to Laconia, New Hampshire, and everything was outrageous. But I was like, I wanted to recommend Canada. I'm like, all right, Chris, this is one year. It's not about you. And then after we couldn't find anything, he was like, what about Montreal? I was like, done. We'll see. (laughs) I was trying to be good, but he suggested suggested it. it. And you just, basically, you just lured him into that. Yeah, I really I did so. it. I was being, I was being. That's what I thought at first. You know what? I think yeah. so. You always, I think you always so. get those, you know, those sporadic, oh, I miss Montreal. 
<laughs> or, or you would wearing like leave like a t-shirt like every day leading yeah. up to yeah. pretty much I think that's what it was but you know what he got hey, the hint that means he's smart yeah. oh yeah. he's a smart one that means he's smart he got the hint and Jay how are you my dear fantasticals uh, oh, fantasticals I think that we have a um, happy birthday oh, to you thank you happy birthday to you to you to you happy birthday dear Jay happy birthday to you to you to you thank you thank you no, no, that I was gonna say noch mal auf Deutsch <laughs> Oh boy. Are we getting a phone call? No. Yes. All right, this is your thing. <laughs> yes. I love it. Trish is oh like, okay, I'm God. over it. <laughs> We're too much. We're too Pretty much. much yeah. But anyway, yeah. happy birthday. Thank you. Thank so you, you all for coming, yes, and- especially my parents 48 years ago. Right. What? <laughs> oh, oh, I just got it. I was like, cum shot went right over your head. Yeah, that wow. I was like, I wow. went like, what? And then I went, ooh. Ooh. But, okay. uh, yeah. 40, Thanks, mom and dad. Oh. Yep. Big 4-8. Oh, wow. That's you wear amazing. It well. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank age you. well. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Looks, she looks fabulous. So far. At so least far, two of so us good. do. All right, there you go. She about to get cut. <laughs> She don't even go here. <laughs> she don't even go what here. What happened was. <laughs> you have no idea how close to death you are coming right now. Like Game of Thrones Game style of death. Thrones. Never saw it. So. Never saw it. Oh, oh, boy. You suck. But, um, but yeah. anyway, happy birthday. Thank so you, 48 years old. How did you spend your weekend? Um, actually, uh, well, so my birthday was on the 9th, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, we were invited to a friend's wedding for the day. So we spent basically the birthday up there but were you trying to upstage the bride you absolutely bitch. not but <laughs> she wore almost. white that is such almost. a christmas no, <laughs> no well, we had a good time uh, friday my sister had me over for her house to her house and they cooked for me and they had two cakes and lord have mercy plenty of drinks um so i had a good time woke up a little hungover on saturday mm-hmm. so i kind of mellowed out all day and then the wedding was like at four it was in in oxford it was in the middle of nowhere wow um yeah kind of kind of a a little scary we drove by a house with an lgbt flag outside but it wasn't our flag it was a liberty guns beer and trump i hate that what Uh, yeah and my daughter was like where the fuck are we and i was like we're not in kansas anymore dorothy i mean even in kansas but seriously so yeah but uh, other than that the area was really nice. Uh, the party was really, really cool. We had a good time. Decent, good. decent crowd. Um, it was outdoors. It was at the groom's mother's house and the place. They had one of those huge party tents. They had maybe like fifteen tables. Oh wow! Know. Yeah, it was. It was well, I saw some of the pictures. It yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, Beautiful. it was nice. It was really Beautiful. nice. Yeah, we had a good time. So is is forty eight better than forty seven, or you know, how's it looking? It's it's coming in. How's the, how's the forecast? <laughs> the forecast is uh, short shriveled and to the left. But, uh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hasn't changed much. <laughs> well, I, we, were, we were actually talking about this earlier. Yeah. We were talking about the weather and how it hasn't been as humid, as, humid yeah. <laughs> as it has in previous years. We've actually lucked out. We've maybe got a couple of days here and there, but 
Yeah. I'm yes. really liking the this kind of weather. Like I can deal with an 80 degree day when mm-hmm. it's not humid. Yeah, but you just said that, so we're fucked. Yep. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> You've ruined everything, you sir. Ruined You've I ruined sorry. it all. I sorry. Fucking interns. Yeah. My right? apologies. Yeah, no. But other than that, yeah, it was it was Thank good God weekend. She's unpaid. It, was, it was a good weekend. Right. And That's then you know, and you know my Sundays. Sundays are for mom. So we yeah. hung out with mom and that was pretty much it. It was a pretty decent weekend. Well, cool. It was nice, yeah. I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And, you know, at least you got to celebrate two things. Yeah. Your birthday and a wedding, yep, a yep. friend, and then be with family. So that's, that's awesome. And then you come and sit here with us boys. Say, and then you get Monday at Gay Talk. I mean, I don't know. Talk about the cherry on top. I, I don't know exactly what you get, but Monday's at, at Gay Talk, but you get something. And We got um, meetings and beer. Well, that's true. true. A lot of meetings. Yes. Yes. So, Trish, I have nothing. You have yes, you do. You have so much. Yes, what? you do. What did you do Saturday? I mean, yeah, Saturday. What did you do? Oh, Who did you get to see? I went and saw my niece. Yeah, and th- that's huge and that's big. Oh, she's and what perfect. did you do? He held her the whole time. Yeah, so stingy. No, I ate my steak. In between. <laughs> oh, so now you know what it feels like to have a child and have to like eat. And no, hold. I put her in her little bouncy thing and I oh. had my meal. And then as soon as I was done, I picked her back up. She's gorgeous. She's perfect. She's a little ham. So um, bravo to the parents. You did a good job. Beautiful baby girl. Yeah. So demigod. My demigoddess. A demigoddess. We don't want to elevate her to God yet. Well, she's a goddess. lady. So she's a goddess. So, speaking of gods, as of current, I don't know what you know she's going to identify as, but right. as of current, she is a goddess. Okay, well, well, good. So whenever she decides, we'll we'll find out. And speaking of gods or goddesses, have anybody seen uh, Lo- uh, Thor: Love and Thunder? Did you see it? No. No, neither have I. Did you, anybody? I want to, because I found out that there's a scene in where Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Mm -hmm. Hemsworth is completely naked. Yeah, but they only show the They only show the butt, but that's all you need. That's all you need. I don't care. I saw that already in a preview, but yeah. I I can imagine the rest of it. Yum. Why is it that it's so easy to show frontal nudity? For women. For women, yeah, but you can't show a guy hanged on, or it's very, very uncommon. Well, Well, is it really common for women to show their, like, chotch? I've seen a lot of vaginas in films. Right, so it was... From, like, even from the 1970s to today. I'll give Even you an, in HBO and Showtime right, shows. I'll give you an example. Game of Thrones. I can't tell you how many times I saw Daenerys's VJJ versus the one time we got to see a penis on the show and it was freaking um, Hodor and it was like this humongous like freaking sausage just hanging out from this giant. And that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Because even when they showed Jon <laughs> yeah. Snow, it was like, you know, just yeah. his butt. That was it. But yeah, I'm mm, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go see yeah. Uh, yeah. Thor. Love what, what I finally just saw was actually uh, Doctor Strange. So so, so good, was good, wasn't it? It was good. I gotta really rewatch. Good. Definitely rewatch. Yeah, um, it, it was so good. So now that you've seen it and you've seen it, did you see it? I don't really do superhero movies. Oh, so you, so you're not into them. No. He plays so, piano and yeah. the oboe and listens reads to, a bit, drinks some wine. Wait till they inter- something till they introduce Mr. Canada, then he'll start watching. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be Mr. Canada, um, <laughs> Captain Moose Knuckle. Yeah, Captain exactly. Moose Knuckle. Captain Trish Moose made it, and it's on my belt buckle. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, no, but um, you know, I think it's um, it's. It's amazing that um, they took 
the Scarlet Witch on an arc that nobody expected. Yes. Right. It was so unexpected when you're going out to reach out for help for someone. And then all of a sudden you realize that the person you're asking for help is the person that's behind all of it. Well, actually I've figured that out a lot in my life. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, the movie's been around for weeks. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to the show, my apologies, but I watched it last night. So I'm okay. (laughs) It's it's a good movie. I I love the fact that it's action packed from beginning to end. Yes. Um, Having, you know, representation from the Latino community when you think about, you know, America Chavez and her character, um, her parents, her mothers, her two mothers, uh, I thought you notice her jacket now her jacket. She's got amor es amor in Spanish. Love is love. Oh, I did not know. And she had and she had the pin. What what pin? The LGBTQ pin flag pin. I did. I did not know. Girl, that. you missed all of that. I didn't either. Yeah, huh. she's got the these? she's got the pin. She's got a pin with the flag. Thanks. She actually has the Bitch. new, you know, the new flag with the new pattern. Right. She has. So a pin she has her, the equality pin. The equality, the equality pin, and and right on the on the jacket, right where the buttons run down, it says "Amor es amor." Oh, nice. And I was like, "Oh, girl, represent." You better get it. Yeah. No, it was, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Overall. Can we take a turn left real quick? Yes. What do you Did want? anybody see that shit about Howie Mandel? No. no what you happened now? Well, let's talk you, about Oh. Please. All right. So he posted a video on Twitter about his friend who prolapsed. Oh, boy. He's a germaphobe. Why would he be talking yeah. about prolapsing? Bent over. This happened. Okay. We're having technical difficulties. This happened. Does somebody know? Is this COVID related? And if it is, what do we do about it? Why does he sound like Dr. J? Now just look at it. I don't want to watch it. When my friend Neil bent oh. over, this happened. How would you share that? And if it is, with your platform on Twitter. I'm good. Holy shit. Somebody know, is this COVID? So I'm going to answer the question for Howie. It is not COVID related. No, it is not. Nope. One, two, you have traumatized an entire generation of kids. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> but that's actually more common than oh, absolutely. It is. We've talked Yeah, about- but you shouldn't post something like that on fucking Twitter. <laughs> that it's about information, right? Well, if you want yeah, okay, real information, you, you, you can post it on Twitter, but like you don't need to post the picture. No, if like, you want real information, <laughs> you, you go to bespoke, bespoke, excuse me, yeah. bespoke. Bes- doctor, the great doctor, he'll talk to you about prolapses. We've covered it on the show before. <laughs> That's yeah. how you get real information. Yes. That's right. I, I'm, no, but I mean, it, for how you Mandel, it's, it's a little like what he posted. What? Well, that, wasn't he, he a dirty be- comedian though? Which no. is, I thought as a comedian he was like a really dirty one, which really? is irony. But yeah, I'm pretty sure, which is ironic. Obviously, like I you mean, said, he's yeah. a germaphobe, but yeah. I'm pretty right. sure he was like a filthy like. Like he doesn't like touch people touching him when people shake his hands. He'll go and like wash. Right. They always knuckle on yeah. deal or no deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I, he, yeah, he is a germaphobe. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Huge, which is why. That was the time that it was really bad with him. I remember he was wearing masks and gloves everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. But you know, maybe maybe and he's he, Canadian. And oh, he's Canadian. Is he? That yeah. explains that. What province? I don't oh. fucking know. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> Google it, bitch. <laughs> I cannot. I'm not going to use my phone. We're in the middle of a show. <laughs> that didn't stop you before. I'm kidding. 
Um, no, no, no. But he's, um, I like Howie. I think that as a personality on TV, he's really cool. I like what he's been doing with America's Got Talent. And, all, and of course, all the other shows that, you know, he's been on. But I never knew him as a dirty comedian. I'm pretty sure that's what he was. Mm. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to look into that. I would like to see some of his dirty stuff. Just like, like, where did that come from? Like, why would you share that Toronto. on Twitter? Oh, he's from Ontario. Okay, look at that. I don't know. I I thought it was funny. Hmm. And what made you like look for that? Did someone mention it? <laughs> yeah. Was it someone, like famous people sharing? Yeah. No, so, <laughs> so he went viral because of it, and then he deleted the video. And somebody mentioned it to me last night. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm in Delaware. And I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck? Holy shit. I mean, that definitely was a prolapse. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you see a lot of that in pornos and people who do, for example, fisting, who are into fisting. Oh, blooming, right? That was a term we learned in here. Blooming roses or a rose bloom or something like that. Your rose bloom. Yeah, blooming. We talked about that on the show. God, we've covered so many Well, I wasn't there, but... I've you heard, weren't there. I've yet. heard it mentioned. Yeah, here and there. Rose that buns. was you blooming. That was you coming yeah. out. That was like uh, uh, an introduction mm. to Jay coming. Yeah. Huh. Not me. <laughs> I, I can't with you guys. Um. Yeah. Well, as far as I go, what I spent most of uh, this past weekend doing was. Wait, no one asked you. I'm gonna I tell you anyway. <laughs> so Tom, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> overruled. <laughs> overruled. Thank you, Jay. Um, no, I spent uh, the better part of this weekend fortifying my yard yet again because as I don't know if, if I had mentioned this before, I lost one of my babies for six hours oh, and I no, swear oh, we had talked about this one. Um, I've been tagged though. Um, I, my heart was like in, in my ass. I, I, I couldn't think straight. I'm driving around my neighborhood um, and my neighboring, you know neighborhoods looking for my baby <laughs> everywhere um, and everywhere. for six hours and i found him in the middle of a marsh between two towns it was nerve-wracking and you know what a lot of people don't realize is that these are your babies these are like your kids and it's just like you know oh they said well you should get your dog's microchip well yeah that's fine and dandy you can get a microchip but you won't find them unless somebody brings them to a place that has a scanner and you can scan your dogs. So what did you the, do? So, you know, she once I found him, <laughs> uh, I brought him home. I rinsed him off because he was covered in mud like nine times uh, and bathed them really well. Um, and then I ordered some Apple AirTags <laughs> and new collars where you can fit the AirTags in their collars and pop those collars on and now i can you know hopefully if if he ever gets lost because he's a little you know he likes he's he's adventurous i can locate him on my phone and so um it's not a 24-hour uh thing where you can track him exactly where he is all the time um but it, it works with bluetooth so you can track your animal when they're in your vicinity up to 25 feet Right. But once they go beyond that and it's no longer trackable, if you put your air tag in lost mode, what it does is it starts pinging other people's iPhones so and triangulates a location. Should we use that for Chris? We should. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm so going to be time, honest. Next time she passes out in the bushes somewhere. Right. It was. Oh, he's in Germany. Yeah. Buying <laughs> <a> gas station. <laughs> I swore he was going to Canada. And it, so here's, I don't know how he ended up in Munich. And a lot of people will, will tell you, like, you know, 
this could potentially turn into a situation where people can slap air tags in people's cars and track people and stalk people. Uh, so there's a, there's happened. A, so it has, but there's a safety mechanism on the air tag yep. where if you're in the vicinity of an air tag long enough, it'll warn you there's an air tag near you tracking or, you or, yeah. or near you. And if you find it, you can tap your phone on it and it'll tell you who the air tag belongs to and how to get that m- missing item back to your, to its person. So I just, slap two of them on my dogs because I don't ever want to go through six hours of agony trying to find them. And so anyway, I, so that whole thing turned into, I cut down a whole bunch of <laughs> brush and my two pines look like they're floating in the air because I cut everything on the bottom. And then I went and I sealed everything with chicken wire and just to make sure they can't leave my yard. Because I don't want to go through that. Should have named the dog Houdini. Houdini? Uh, honey, he got Houdini beat. I mean, he would get a job in every single fucking casino in fucking Las Vegas. That little one. It's amazing. Even, what was it, like a few days after we were sitting out here and... Gone. In a middle... middle two seconds. minute of two seconds, he's like, where's Ali? Yeah. Gone. We started bingo Down again. Yeah. Yeah. We started bingo again. And we were all sitting here. He was there one minute and gone the next. I go out. Four houses down. Yeah. I'm like, get your ass back in here. Um, She's trying to get away. Yeah. I don't know. She's loose like her mama. Mm, like her auntie. <laughs> like her auntie. <laughs> mm, Lucy Goose. Um, but yeah. Mama doesn't need to run out. She just opens windows. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, stick it in. Stick it in the window it. and I'll take care of it. Ali just runs towards neighbor's windows. Pretty much. He's, I think he's got the right idea. Yeah. Every single house that he's always, I found him in, there's always a hot man there. Yeah, like, see? hey, daddy. She's got him trained. Can I go into your yard and take my dog? Is that okay? So, yeah. Can I give you a reward for finding my dog? Oh, what kind of reward would you like? <laughs> We can do math to mouth. Um, he's down the street. Bingo will be on hold for 15, 20 minutes. Right? I got to I gotta take care of this trumper. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, um, all right. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break um, because, you know, that's just what we do. And uh, when we come back, um, we're going to jump into a couple of stories that we have and uh, some things that are happening. And uh, we'll be right back. So, yeah. All right. Well, welcome back from the break. Um, glad that you're all still with us, I think. And uh, we're going to jump into a couple of things that we want to talk about before we wrap up today's show. Um, one of the first ones that I have, of course, uh, is just a quick question for the cast, except you, because we know um, you haven't seen it. But I wanted to talk a little bit about Game of Thrones and um, perhaps solicit <laughs> some some questions or maybe one main question is was there ever in the original series um a scene or something that happened on game of thrones that shook you yeah speak when what's his face's dick got cut off uh theon theon's dick yeah yeah that that was pretty traumatic for him reek He was reek at that time. Yeah, that was traumatic for me too. Yeah. Why? Did you like it? <laughs> no. Like, were I'm you just expecting like, to like have, you know? No, it's just like, oh my God, they cut off his fucking dick. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, I mean, at that point, you know, it's like, what do you do after getting your dick cut off and being Theon, being the character, right? Yeah. What about you, Jay? I don't think I had anything that really um, 
with all the shocking things that happen on Game of Thrones, you don't have anything. He never seen it, so he's yeah. like, "No, it's making me think of something I saw." The, the only thing that I that I and I don't think it was shocking. It was more of like an "oh fuck" moment. Is when when um uh, when they threw the kid off the tower. Remember when he when oh, he caught yeah. that was episode one. Episode that was Brandon yeah, Stark. Brandon right. Stark when he throws. <laughs> When he throws the, the yeah, what's his name? Um, Jamie Lannister. Jamie, right? And he, throws, and, he pushes him off. The, and what he I was says? Like, Holy shit! Yeah. What he so. says basically was, you know, that was the the I, which I rewatched. Basically today. meant to kill him, but right, I, well, it was crazy. Yeah. He basically said the things I do for love. As yeah. he looks at Cersei yeah, and just pushes, pushes him out the little tower window, right? <laughs> uh, and then he falls and obviously is in a coma for however many um, things. But there were quite yeah. a few shocking um, things for me. Because I think it was such a, a riveting show uh, that got, you know, high emotions. A lot of people had a lot of, you know, critiques about the way it ended or, you know, about how the show was developing, you know, from the books versus the the what we got to see on the HBL series. But The Red Wedding was one of those, like, episodes that just shook me to the core because it's like you wiped out nearly like an entire family mm-hmm. um, having them over for dinner. Um, with the pretext of, of having a wedding. It was pretty crazy. Um, oh, you know which one was the other one? When when um, when the mountain crushes this dude's eyes? Oh, Oberyn. Oh, yeah. Oberyn. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was one of the... Look, <laughs> look at Chris. He's like, holy shit. Yeah. He it, just... And that just was, explodes yeah. his, and then you see Ilaria Sand, yeah. which is his his girlfriend, just scream, and Cersei, like Cersei, who who's the evil, one of the evil characters, but one of the most riveting characters yeah, on that show, literally looks at her and says, "You know, watching you scream so loud when the mountain just crushed your 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 loves." brains out was one of the most like invigorating things of my life and i was just like this fucking bitch like you love to hate her as a character but she lena lena healy played that character so well uh and it was amazing but so the red wedding was one Mm -hmm. one of the most shocking scenes for me was when sansa gets raped by ramsey bolton on her wedding night and he didn't even like rape her like vagina rape like he butt fucked her yeah which was fucking crazy um, and that was pretty tragic. And and then the other one scene that really like led me to believe that things were going to go south quick um, in season seven and eight was when Daenerys is having an interaction um, with Jon Snow. And he says, um, she asked him, she goes like, you know, I'm, I'm foreign to the people of, of this land, even though I was born here. Um, and I don't have love. All I have is fear. And she's trying to tell him, you know, be by my side, be me, love me. And he's not responding in the way that she wants. And she says, all right, then let it be fear. And all hell breaks loose after that. And it was just to me, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I I think you should. The the books are amazing. You can Mm -hmm. read the books. He hasn't finished them yet, which is why there's a lot of controversy behind the whole Game of Thrones thing, because at one point the show caught up to the books and everything else past that point was made up. But the reason why I bring up Game of Thrones is because on August 21st, um, HBO is going to release House House of the Dragon. And uh, it's a new prequel to the original Game of Thrones show. It's going to release on August 21st and it's going to be 
covering a period in time which is one of the most fascinating periods in Game of Thrones history, or at least in, in, in the lore, which is the Dance of Dragons, which was referenced in the original show when little Shireen was talking to Sir Davos and teaching him how to read. The book he hands her is The Dance of Dragons. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I'm more excited that August is my birthday month, but yeah, well, we've, we've had many birthdays, but you know, house of the dragon is, is going to be hot. And, and, you know, so one of the biggest things for the show was dragons, right? We had three dragons during the original game of Thrones. There's 21 dragons in this series, um, house of the dragon. So I'm excited and I can't wait, um, to see this story, um, come to life and see what they do with it. Um, and if you want to read up on it before the show starts, you can actually go get Fire and Blood, which is which I've read, and I'm going to actually reread again um, before in the series starts. In, in preparation, preparation for yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be wonderful. And Chris, you should totally watch Game of Thrones. Super busy. Yeah, start start, <laughs> start from season one and work your way up. You're you're big into politics. It's a political, like, fucking drama with a lot of death, a lot of gore, a lot of craziness. I don't like gory things. But you would appreciate the politics behind it and the smarts. Like characters like, for example, Tyrion Lannister. You would love him. I think you would. It's very political. I think you would, you'd be like, oh, I see why you were doing that. Maybe we can talk about this after next semester's over. Okay. When I have some... Free time? Some free time. Some free time. Well, I, I mean, eventually what, go to work at home. It's a great time. show. It, it, it yeah. is a great show. Right. The, the ending was controversial, but it is a great show. But they yeah. killed off the one gay character, which is bullshit. Um, that usually happens. That was Renly Baratheon. No, Renly Baratheon's brother. No, no. It was Marjorie's brother. Soloris mm-hmm. um, Tyrell. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking the, the king's brother. Oh, yeah. Remember the, the gay redhead in Walking Dead? The yes. character wasn't gay, but the actor was. Yes. We, were, we tried to get him on the show. I can't remember his name. I can picture him right yeah, now. He's adorable. I, I follow him. I don't him. remember if he, had, if, if he ended up getting killed in that. I, well, I'll, I'm assuming I, he did. I stopped watching once. Me too. Once. Uh, what's his once name? I Glenn? No. The Glenn thing? No. No. Oh, that, that was so traumatic. Glenn I, I needed like a whole month I, to I kind of rewatched that. some seasons recently, and I had to skip. I skipped that episode because I'm like, I'm not watching that again. So, um, no, I, I, I needed a month to recover from, from that scene. That was, that was barbaric to say the least. Um, but, um, I stopped watching when, um, Rick had an opportunity to kill Negan Negan and he didn't. And then he left the show and I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far, so I don't know that part. But it just made me think about the gay character that was in it that we own, we tried to get on the show. And yeah, think, it's uh, Daniel Newman. Ah, right. And That's I the think Trish thing. dropped the ball there. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know, it happens. We'll it happens. Her. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll I, I hope her. that some of you are ex- uh, as excited as I am for House of the Dragon, um, and we encourage you to watch. All right. So some uh, a couple of news stories we want to talk about. I want to talk about Megan Rapinoe. She uh, has received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, from President Biden, um, aside from being, you know, being an amazing soccer player, uh, she is also, um, huge, huge, huge proponent for, for gay rights, um, being obviously a lesbian herself. Um, she, she has championed, uh, for everyone to, you know, Essentially, for the American truth that everyone is entitled to be treated with dignity and respect, which was part of what, you know, Biden was citing uh, when he 
honored her with such uh, the prestigious honor of receiving. And furthermore, she also dedicated that um, that award or that um, presentation to her um, for Brittany Grenier, which is the basketball player that's currently you know being held captive in Russia for all intents and purposes. She was trying to leave the country when the whole conflict with Ukraine started and she was arrested at the airport and has been in custody uh, for the better part three months. Leaving or was she returning? She to was Russia? leaving Russia. She was like charged with, I thought, bringing <clears throat> drugs into Russia. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was stopped on her. This was. I remember reading the story. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she was return. She's a professional ball player in she's Russia, in, right? And she was returning to Russia. It was prior to the whole. Um, war starting. No, no, no. It was, it right, was right around the time it started. Yeah, it, but it was. And she ended up getting yeah. arrested for yeah, it. Yeah, when so she came and she had a vape pen. Right. So they arrested. They and arrested she, her. Yeah, for, said she had pleaded guilty. This was last week, I believe, when she pleaded guilty yeah, yeah. to smuggling drugs into Russia. Yeah, that claims that she did so inadvertently. Yeah. Right. Well. She um, is obviously showing her support for for a fellow uh, colleague and and an athlete, um, and it's kind of crazy that they're holding this woman in Russia for a vape pen. Pretty yeah, much. They're, they're trying. Basically, that's what it is. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the U.S. to release like a prisoner exchange. Right. Yeah, but this guy that they're trying to get released, he's like a major terrorist. Like this guy is like known for like, well not only that they're, they're also like, seeking that the biden administration um cease and desist from supporting yeah. ukraine of course that's why it's um, going to be so they're using her as a pawn yeah. right, right. And, and she's when a you, political president and when you right. add to it that she's a member of the lgbtq plus community right. yeah. who russia um will gladly let die yes right. yeah and on top of that the conflict excuse me the war that putin has uh, started in ukraine it's a very dire situation for her it is it is and and we're i i worry because obviously she's a member of our community she's an american citizen um you know and it's it's pretty scary to think that you know as part of what you do for a living that you could end up in this situation right and now you're caught in a conflict between two major powers trying to outdo one another in regards to you know saying I don't want you to support this war because by you supporting this war, you're making us look stupid. This little, you know, five foot, what, seven uh, individual, Volodymyr Zelensky is out. He's literally outshowing Putin in a way that no other person has ever been able to do so. And it's pretty, pretty intense right now. And she's just basically suffering the consequences yeah. right. of, of those and actions. She can get sentenced to, I believe, over 10 years. Yeah, so, so they're trying... Of hard labor. Yeah, they're trying to swap prisoners, um, and they're trying to get a notorious convicted arms trafficker, Victor Bout, B-O-U-T. Uh, that's who they're trying to get. The prisoner exchange uh, with? Yeah, the prisoner. And people are saying, it's understandable that, we, you know, you want her back in the U.S. safe and sound. Right. But... Can't release this guy. You know, the the stakes right. are much higher releasing this guy compared right. to getting her back home safely. That's what some people are viewing. Right. Mm-hmm. But who's to say that after she does her sentence, let's say yeah. we can't get her out. Exactly. And she does her 10 years that they won't come up with some additional charges related to her being yeah, a mean, lesbian never or whatever. Released. Yeah. Or we'll look at, I'm very sorry that I'm blanking on this young man's name. That 17-year-old who was jailed, uh, Otto. Oh, the guy that came back. It comatose and died yeah, the yeah, next yeah. day 
Oh yeah, she's not going to be in good hands. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, it's it's scary. It's, it's a very pretty scary much situation. no matter what number they put on it, it's pretty much a death sentence. Right, yeah. and yeah. it's sad. That's the, the sad part. That you know, in the end, um, we we're probably not going to see the outcome that we would like um, as a nation to have one of our American citizens come back home safe and sound. So pretty scary. Uh, in other news, um, are you a fan of the Golden Girls? Otto, Otto Warmbier. Sorry, I just wanted to say his name. Otto Warmbier. Yep. Thank Continue. you, sir. Yes. Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the Golden Girls? I've watched. What about you? I don't think I've seen a single full episode, actually. <laughs> gay. I know. I'm we need so, to take I, his gay card away. I, but I, <laughs> thank you for being a friend. I know it's good. I just Chris haven't seen it. Our heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Thank you for being a friend. Anyway, um, you're welcome. So, um, the amazing part is that while all of the Golden Girls, after the death of our beloved Betty White, still can't believe it, are gone. I th- I, th- I thought it was a prank. I th- literally the ye- like days before her 100th birthday. Yeah. Oh, so tragic. I still feel it because I always thought Betty White was amazing. Um, The Golden Girls may actually return in an animated form. So we might get a cartoon. Is that what that is? Uh, Yeah. So uh, they launched a pilot uh, and they're thinking, you know, uh, if it gets traction, there's a possibility that this can turn into a thing. And while you can sit there and watch reruns of the Golden Girls um, in syndication, um, I actually, this might be a cartoon that I would watch. Oh yeah. Because to see an animated version of Sophia would be amazing. I wonder who's going to voice them. Um, so th- it says here, a new animated spinoff featuring the Golden Girls could be coming to our screens. The Golden Girls 3033 gives our four favorite Miami based seniors a sci-fi twist. The five minute pilot. Um, so they're not very long, evidently. The five-minute pilot has been made by Mike Hollingsworth, uh, who has previously worked on the supervising as a supervising director for BoJack uh, Horseman, as well as uh, Tuca or Tucca and Birdie, Tuca and Birdie, and And, uh, the inside job, among others. Hollingsworth uh, Hollingsworth shared the pilot with IndieWire and explained the concept. Uh, he uses the original scripts and audio as a starting point to add plenty of visual gags and humor. Blanche, uh, who, as we know, was Rue McCallahan, Dorothy B. Arthur, uh, Rose, which the, the amazing Betty White, and Sophia Estelle Getty are still um, all still live in Miami, but having discovered the fountain of youth, um, it's now the year thirty thirty three. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Get us the fucking fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Well, speaking of animated cartoons, uh-huh. there is another one that has been released. There, are, I think this is the second season. It's called Q Force. I think we've talked about this before. <clears throat> I sent you the messages on it. Yes. Yeah. So I started Love watching it. it. So of course you did. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Didn't I tell you it was good? Yeah. I mean, Sean Hayes is the lead yes. character. Then you have Wanda Sykes. Yes. Everybody is on the queer spectrum. Yes. And they are all. <laughs> You know, these intelligence agencies, agents, and they're like trying to solve crimes. It's fun. It's cool. That's but funny. it feels That's so funny. weird. Yeah. I was so excited about watching yeah. a fucking cartoon. And so <laughs> what is it called again? Q Force. Q Force. What is it? Is the stand for like queer force or yeah, something like basically. that? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. His his last name is Merriweather, so everybody calls him Mary. Agent Mary. Uh-huh. Ah. 
Ah, well, wait a minute. Love, I love it. Love so, it. how long have you known about this, girl? I texted you guys like a week ago or so about yeah, it, and that's I when I started it. watching <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I told you. You were like, "Of course, the lead character's name is Steven. <laughs> what the fuck? No, but it's real. Yeah. <laughs> and this one over here is like, if it's not Family Guy, yeah. I'm not, not I was listening you, to American Dad on the way. You here. actually oh, might like this show. show. You would like that. You, I think you would like. It's it's funny. It's funny. It's Q Force. Q Force is good. Q-force. I've seen like clips of it before. I've never watched okay. it. Though. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, I, I you, just happen to be wandering through shows and i just said oh, let me check it out huh. one episode <laughs> i always give it that first episode a chance you have to give it more than just a pilot nah, though a lot I, of the pilots I, really like opening yeah setting yeah. everything up so t- the pilots are usually good. the worst yeah. episode it's it's pretty good so it, it, it's turns unless, out, unless yeah. you're watching american dad it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're watching the pilot or yeah. whatever it else it is it's, to me i just can't get into it tom i've oh Except for that point, I was going to say, I've never agreed with you more. <laughs> and then she continued to and speak. Then she continued. <laughs> I can't get into it. It's um, but hilarious. I, I, I would have to check it out. Yeah, it's I funny. mean, your, your, your thoughts, um, your, um, your idea of humor, uh, which I'm sure the show is funny for millions, and there's millions of people that feel the way you do, is just not mine. I'm millions? Sorry. There's yeah. millions of people that love American Dad and, and, uh, and I love American one. Dad. We're back to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Family, guy? Family Guy, Family Guy. No, They're like, I like Stewie. Bojack but... Horseman is well. It's not a. It's I never. Shot. Yeah, I never. It's got not a shot crazy. I've watched all of them. Right. Well, Stewie's like, also on the yeah queer spectrum. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. 100%. 100%. You have Roger. Stewie's <laughs> Rogers on the everything like everything spectrum. Absolutely. Every right, sexual, gender, and orientation you can imagine. Yeah. So. But anyway, anyway, Q Force, great, Q-Force. check it out, and watch the pilot of the Golden Girls, yes, cartoon version, thirty thirty three. Um, all right, last story for today. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about um the possibility of us being prepared as queer folks to um address the GOP's insistence that monkeypox um. You know, it's it's a gay thing, right? We've been down this road before. They did it with AIDS when they started calling it GRID before it was anything else. And um, more and more, you're starting to see the conversation around monkeypox turn to blaming the gay community uh, for the spread of such things. There's a lot of like, you know, hyperbole, hyperbole and a lot of like... Uh, Talk that this originated in a bathhouse in Spain somewhere. I don't know how true that is, but I just think that are we prepared to start fighting back and saying we're not going to go through this again? We've already done this thirty, you know, over thirty-five plus years ago. Like, how do how do we as a community come together and not allow society to ping yet another deadly? Well, that, that could be deadly or or very it's infectious deadly disease on us again. That this is our fault. Yeah. Well, when uh, they have nothing to run on, we're one of the first scapegoats they go to, whether it be AIDS, whether it be a disease, whether it be Hurricane Harvey. Right. You know, we're always a scapegoat for that. When they <laughs> Hurricane have, Harvey. No, it was. Ann no, Coulter. Know, yeah, Ann Coulter blamed it on the lesbian mayor of um, yes. Houston. Yes. Or, but, the, yeah. but the reality is there are many layers here, right? right. So, so we're not just talking about the fact that there is monkeypox and that's happening. We're talking about the fact that our community as a whole is very more, uh, very uh, sexually open. Right. Um, and in a lot of cases, you know, re- even if you're in a relationship, 
you may have an open relationship. We do go to Provincetown. We do go to New York. We are very much all about engaging sexually and intimately in public spaces, right? And that doesn't necessarily happen. <laughs> right. It doesn't necessarily happen in a lot of hetero spaces. Right. And I think that that's a whole different like conversation to begin with. But the reality is we are touching each other and we're, we're, that's why we see such a high rate within the gay community. Yes. In New York, in Provincetown, in uh, Fire Island, we're seeing all these spikes because we're not afraid to express ourselves right. and be with one another. But that said, it's not a gay disease. Anybody can get it. But that's what the GOP is is aiming at. They're basically blaming and saying that. We're uh, the spreaders of it? Right. Yes. And that we're the reason why monkeypox is, is spreading in the U.S. And I, I call bullshit. I mean, we already went through this. Half the with, GOP is at Fire Island. You're, you're not wrong. Like, seriously, you're not wrong. But I just wanted to throw that out on the Under table and say, and, like... And, and parents' maiden names. Because <laughs> that's how they do it. They're insane. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, to me, it's just that... I think we need to stop talking about blaming and start talking about how to be safe and prevent right. and or what are the next steps if right. you... Focus on yeah, mitigation. But have, you right. noticed, have you noticed that even after the initial report, which kind of came in as a... Because again, when they first initially started reporting it, it was like, oh my God, monkeypox, watch out. And then it just died out. There's been no education. There's been no information that's been widespread or all they kept saying is, watch out, you have Pride Month coming up and it's going to be a super spreader. That's they call everything a fucking super spreader now. But there's been like virtually none. Usually when there's an issue with a health crisis like this, there's a lot more information that goes out. Now you're looking; they're looking to blame the LGBTQ community. You know why they're and doing they're that? Not, though. Yeah, because they're looking for the spread so they can point the fucking finger, right? And say we were right all along. But but the thing is that this type of 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 dialogue and this type of conversation is being initiated on the GOP side, right? Like they're they're strictly going after our community. Of course, um, that's why they're not providing us the education we need. And, 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 but they're not in power. So, I mean, really think about it. House, Senate, president. Yeah, but don't take it. I mean, take that with a grain of salt because yeah. Roe v. Wade was just overturned. Yeah. So. That, that was, that was at a, from the court. Absolutely, right? of course. Yeah. But we have all, all three major, you know, uh, legislative and executive branches uh, of government are all democratic. So if we're not getting the education, where does that fall on? It doesn't fall on the GOP. It falls on the people that, hey, we have something that could potentially turn into another pandemic. How do we mitigate this and what education can we what throw out we, there? What have we learned? You have the power. 2020. Seriously. Like, what, what are we? I, and I'm not sitting here, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be blind about the fact that I'm a Democrat and they don't have blame. But if this is something that's seriously turning into a, a, a scare or a health concern for the majority of the population in the U.S. Let's go at it the way we did with COVID, with information, with research, and figure out how we can mitigate this and not allow the GOP to come around and scapegoat the gay community again for a disease that mm. we may not have, we don't own. But I also it's think, a human thing. I also think it's important to note that, like, you know, when 
AIDS was a thing, and it still is a thing, but a treatable thing, right? You got it, and it was a death sentence. Like, you right. were going to die. And so, if people continue to pin stuff like this on the gay community, that is the rhetoric we're going to hear. Right, right. Monkeypox, death sentence, you're not going to get away from it. You know what I mean? But the reality is, it is treatable. Right. Well, it is treatable, but if you have underlying conditions, that infection in itself could, you lead know, to, yeah. lead right. to severe ailment or right. even death. Or, or yes. even death. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And so, you know, as with anything, you know, COVID, we now know that is treatable, uh, still led to millions, millions of people right. dying globally. Right. So, so it's, something that's different with this, I mean, uh, if you read further in the article, Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis, of the Center of Disease that Control. Again. I, it was really hard for me to get it the first time, all right? I said it. We have it, we have it recorded. I think I got it on. <laughs> From the CDC, um, director of the Division of HIV and AIDS, said that unfortunately the virus hit the sh- social network of gay men first, but it will not stay confined to gay men if it spreads. So these are probably men who are uh, living a healthy lifestyle by making sure they're getting themselves tested. Right. And got tested and found out that this is what they carried. But he goes on to say that, uh, quote, anyone can get it and anyone can get monkeypox through skin contact with sores, touching objects, and by respiratory. This virus does not discriminate and does not care how or whose body it enters. So right. they're going to use it because that's right. unfortunately how it was first um, like shown across at least the United States. Um, right. But it's, it's, a, it's simply another virus and it's not right. going to discriminate. Black, white, male, female or however you identify, gay, straight, it's not going to decide who it goes after. Right, and it won't mm-hmm. stop the Republican Party right. from weaponizing it. And, and they're going to get it, too. So, they're right. going to get it, too. Oh, I can, like you said, half of the Republican Party exactly. is, is, that yep. the, is in Fire Island, you said? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were joking. but They're on grinder. Really? Of yeah. course. I mean, look you at know. the the Republican... Uh, National Convention. Yeah. Shut down grinder real quick. Yeah. Overload. I think the show. only other time it ha- happened was in Rio. The Olympics, yeah. The yeah, Olympics. The Olympics. Remember? Yep. yep. And then so, the... Uh, cutting and grind anywhere. Right. Yeah, the RNC. So, it's pretty interesting. But those are the stories we have for you today, of course. So, um... Yeah, be on the lookout, stay vigilant, know the facts, and educate yourself. The CDC has a lot of information on their site in regards to monkeypox and COVID and anything else that could be, you know, potentially public risk. So um, go to reputable sources, don't listen to Republicans, and uh, learn about (laughs) the things that are going on uh, in the world. So I'm going to... um, Start wrapping it up with my boys um, in studio, and I'm going to toss it over to, to Trish for uh, today's Mama Kim's Minute. Do you want your love? Mm-hmm. She wants her love. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, Bette Midler says she has no intention of being transphobic in attack on inclusive language. Number two, true story of Princess Diana's groundbreaking AIDS visit. People were scared they were, they'd were they be exposed. Number three, 13-year-old wearing bisexual pride flag arrested at Florida pro-choice protest. Right. And just to mention that the don't say gay bill in Florida went into effect, I believe, in the last few days. Mm-hmm. Is so, that when it actually went into effect? Yeah. Because I knew it was passed a yeah. little bit back. But. Yeah, but it's it's going into effect, and we'll, we'll see how, how... Yeah, I'm telling you, it's... It and they're really, not the only state. No, I know. It's only the beginning. So, all right. Who would like to take on, on this day in gay history? Chris? I'll toss it over to Chris. Okay. 
Do I get love? No. Thank you for showing up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So on this day in gay history, when July 11th, 1986 in New Zealand, the New Zealand Homosexual Law Reform Act of 1986 is legislation that repeals the Crimes Act of 1961, thereby decriminalizing consensual sex between men age 16 and above. Homosexual male sex had been illegal in New Zealand since 1840. Wow. Damn, who pissed in their cereal? Seriously. (laughs) All right. But at least I got there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Chris. Absolutely. I love talking history, and I love Mm. talking LGBTQ plus history. Oh, she's such a... Uh, I love her. <laughs> all right. Well, we're, <laughs> I want to thank you all for um, joining us on today's show. If you love the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By doing so, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your web browser or your device as soon as our episodes are published. You can also support us on Patreon, which allows you, our listeners, to support the show with a monetary donation, which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Um Chris or Jay? Next week. All right. We welcome. <laughs> we we welcome. welcome. We welcome. Next week we welcome. welcome. Yeah. Next week we welcome That's Dr. G. Evan Goldstein. He will join us to talk about his latest products release uh, for future method. It sounded like he said Evan Goldstein. Goldstein. We welcome back Evan yeah. Goldstein. Yeah, it's Dr. G. Dr. Yeah. G. So they, they've got some exi- exciting things coming and we're excited to talk about you yeah. know, their new product. Right. We've already talked about a lot of the things that they released. The smoothing cream, the butt cleanser, the probiotics. Um, Dr. G spot. Yeah. Dr. G spot. Has no one ever said that one? Is that the first time that's been said? Yeah, I think so. Dr. G spot. The Dr. G spot. We're going to read TM that shit. Gay talk said it first. Hello. Brilliant. Really? See? That was free of charge. Okay. The Dr. G spot. Okay. All right. Um, Well, uh, here's Nick with a weekly reminder for all you bottoms out there who want to keep their buttholes on point. Yes, we were just talking about the future method, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Let me give this bitch some love. All right, everybody, get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. This first-of-its-kind doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. All right. And uh, which one of you queens is going to close us out? I think I'll take this one because, you know, Jay, I know you don't fuck with these, but let's put a rubber on it. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen and Charles and in-betweens, our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcast. Wow. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Facebook at Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram at Gay Talk 2.0, Twitter at Gay Talk 20, and you can email us at Gay Talk 2.0 at GayTalk20.com. It's a lot of gay talk. Yeah, a lot of gay talk. All right. And uh, if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website, click on the Contact Us tab located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments. You can leave suggestions. You. Um, you can submit a question for the cast or an individual host. And uh, you can also call us. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is 334 
929-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you, and y'all have a good night. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.